Hello, hello, and welcome back to Sweet Tea with G. I am your lovely host, Gia. I just wanted to say that last week we spoke on red flags and toxic relationships. We got into some stories that brought awareness to me during and after my relationship. Some people had some things to say about it, but in all honesty, I know that I have the right to speak, once again, my own truth. And if you really know me or you know my situation and trauma that I have gone through during that time in my life, you know that I kept that shit rated PG-13. But we're going to go past it and just say, anyway, I want to recap of my um, past weekend. It was truly so wholesome. I ended up going to my cousin's high school graduation party on Saturday. And being there, I just spent hours with my one-month-old godson, my nephew. So he's just the cutest little man who I just wish lived right next door to me because the happiness that I felt on Saturday like was unmatched. Like I've never felt that. I literally wouldn't give him to anybody unless it was my mom. That Saturday night, my boyfriend and I went to a ramen house. It was my first time going to a ramen house. Not my first time eating ramen noodles, but I'm saying like a restaurant just strictly for ramen. And I didn't end up getting ramen, which yes, is a weird thing. And I regretted it instantly. But um, we did spend that Sunday just straightening up. It poured all weekend. So it was really nice, just a calm weekend that we ended up cooking dinner together with some wine on Sunday night. Just definitely another weekend of simplicity that is always needed and so much appreciated. So I really um, enjoyed this past weekend. So today's episode is going to be a little deep. We are going to speak on the issues that I faced growing up in a divorced home and just strictly talk about the relationship I have with my dad and the feelings that I have about being like, quote unquote, like the other child. Nothing I say today makes my love for my dad any less. I don't think he's a bad man. I do think he's made some bad decisions as a father. Me and my dad have a pretty open relationship. He knows I'm doing this episode, so no bad feelings there. I just wanna relate and help others like who are going through issues with either their mom or their dad or even both parents that you're not alone and there's a lot of people and a lot of different ways that you can grow from that. Well, to start, my family's huge. Like my dad grew up with three other siblings and those aunts and uncles of mine had like two to three children each. So I have a lot of first cousins. Personally, I feel like I looked and act so much like my father's side of the family. Like I feel most disappointment and sadness comes from that. Like when I'm with them, I feel like I belong. Like they're like my family, we look alike, we act alike, but the actions of my father caused a bridge between that part of my family and our family, which causes me to feel misplaced when I do go to see them at the same time. Growing up, I know that there's like thousands of pictures, videos, and memories of family vacations and like summer sleepovers with my cousins and visits that happened between my dad's side of the family and my family. I remember being super close with them between Wildwood vacations, like Disney trips, But when my parents divorced, I feel like those things stopped drastically with like my extended family due to how severe and traumatizing the divorce was like for the entire family. It wasn't just my immediate family. I can't and I won't speak on the issues that my father had with his family or vice versa or the relationship my mom had and has now with that side of the family because I'm really not that much educated on it and I don't want to get my facts wrong and just make shit up because that's not who I am. This was one thing that I'm always saying is like how well my mom did to keep the drama and all of the trauma of that part of my life is such a secret that it really didn't allow me to have a personal opinion 
on the situation until I was older and I can make my own decisions for myself. She's always allowed us to speak to my dad and like never said no to seeing him, even though it was probably a completely different feeling for her watching us grow up the way we did. She wanted us to make a choice for ourselves when we were old enough to do so. So I think that was always an amazing thing my mom did. And I am forever grateful because now being 25, I get to make my own decisions, my own mind up about how I want to handle my family situation. So today I'm going to speak strictly about how the divorce affected me in the past and to this day and my feelings on certain things over the time. I know I'm blessed to have both parents no matter what the circumstances. Some people only have one parent and some have neither. So I am grateful that I get to choose the life that I have with my parents and I'm able to make decisions with my parents still being alive. But when it comes to having parents, I really do just think that I had one parent growing up who raised me and who taught me right from wrong and everything in between, which was my mother. Unfortunately, I see my father more as a friend than I do a father. I love the saying, anybody can be a father, but it takes more to be a dad. I feel like that's how I feel about my father. My dad and I have a strong bond and I feel like that's because we're so much alike, like in our personality, in our humor, the way we say things, the way we think. We get that compliment all the time. Like that's something your dad would have said or whatever the case is. I feel like a relationship fo formed though, like when I was able to drive myself to things and events that included my family. Before that, I really remember my dad coming to sporting events. I would say after I turned 10 or 12, he would say he would come, never show up or cancel last minute. So my parents divorced, I think I was six years old. And I remember being, it was such a long process. Like he would come on weekends, my mom would be away and he would watch us. I first met my stepfamily at a pretty young age as well. I would say maybe eight or nine years old. I mean, we instantly got along and it was, it was a weird feeling, but it was like I was meeting new friends for the first time who I'm still very close with to this day. So there's no regrets. I idolized people who had fathers. My friends' fathers, everyone took care of me. They would help me with sports, be the role model that I had absent in my life. They were active in my friends' lives, so they were active in mine. I remember my mom not being able to do a lot of things with us or show up for certain things because she had to work. And I do remember being really sad about that and angry. I also know my mother and I never had a good relationship until I was in my early 20s and I moved out. I think I would act out because of the anger I had towards my dad and I just used it on her. But now we're best friends, so I've apologized a million times for that. But we had a great support system. I mean, my mom's friends, they're perfect. Like, I consider them family. They helped my mom out a lot when it came to bringing us to certain sports, picking us up from school, bringing us home from school. They helped raise us, so it really does take a village. It would have been a lot harder for my mom than it already was if she didn't have these people in her life. My dad had a hard time, I think, making the right decisions, like keeping us, his two children, his first two real blood children included, or showing up at times when he really needed it. He was there at some sporting events and you know, all the graduations. I won't say he never tried, but I do feel like he let the life he was building with his new family come between the family that he already made and come between the relationship that he had with us. Or me, I won't speak for my brother. 
Now, because of this, I felt abandoned and unloved most times. I mean, the relationships I have with my stepfamily, my stepsister and my half-sister made me feel almost jealous. When I should be the one coming first, since I'm his real daughter. But when I found out he was going to have another baby with my stepmom, I prayed that he would care and love my little sister more than he did me. And I think I was only like 12 or 14 when my sister was born. So I missed out on a lot of her childhood because I didn't see my dad a lot. And I do blame him for that. But me being an adult now, I try to make it a point to stay and be included with my little sister, always calling her, asking her about school or anything like that, or telling her she can always call me because I'm not as close with her as she is with my two stepsisters. So I feel like talking to me is a little bit different. And I'm not saying my dad never loved me. I think he loves me like a father loves his daughter, but I've always wondered why he didn't try more. I'm a good kid, like why won't he try harder? I can't force anybody to be in my life or try to have a relationship with me if they don't want to, right? I mean, you can't do that for anybody. But I remember when I was younger, my dad would write me Valentine's Day letters. Always said I was his number one girl and to never forget that. He eventually stopped writing those letters and I, I wish he never did because it did make me feel like so special and it made me feel like I was on his mind. Like he wanted to be in my life and he thought of me even when I wasn't with him. I remember I used to cry when I would read these letters and I found myself always excited when I got a letter from him. There are just so many whys that I have. Like, why did you leave and not try with my mom more? Why did you not pay for your kids and have a struggle? Why did you rarely show up to court when you had court dates set with my mom? What made you stop talking to your family? And why not keep me constantly involved? Like, I know all these things are not my fault, but I have a lot of whys. And I think he knows that. I'm sure one day we'll sit down and talk about all of this, but I really just have a lot of whys in this situation. Talking more into my adult life, I feel like I have developed like an abandonment issue. I feel the constant feeling of it being easy to leave me. I mean, the person who's supposed to love you, care for you, and be in your life, no matter what the situation is, left me at such a young age, six years old. I had no clear reasons why for so many years. I mean, why would I believe anybody who barely knows me or doesn't have obligations to stay with me, why would they stay? That's how my mind works. This is why I think I felt so lost when my ex left because he knew about all of these issues that I had and continue to do what he did the way he did it. Once again, I don't blame him for doing what he did. I'm actually grateful for it, but it was the way that he did it. This has always caused me to have a need or like a demand of an overabundance of love and assurance. I feel myself needing reassurance from my boyfriend, you know, that he's happy or is there any issues? I'm always asking questions. I find myself comparing myself to other females and always wondering if there's somebody out there, somebody else. The minute there's a small bit of distance between my boyfriend and I, even if it's strictly, we've been both so busy with work, school, life, I just feel extremely overwhelmed and anxiety takes over and it's more than just like the actual things causing it. I just freak out if I'm being completely honest. And it's not like I'm verbally freaking out, it's more like I'm inside freaking out. Another thing that I feel like I am is a people pleaser, especially towards my significant other. I take what they do wrong and I make excuses for them, or at least I have in the past. I feel as if 
I get anxious about fitting in, like rejections, causing offense to anybody. I never want to say the wrong thing. And if I do, I try to apologize for it. I've been doing so much self-work though the past two years and I've researched so many things. I've read that like people who are neglected, mistreated, or even abused by any or both caretakers at one point tried to please them in the hope of like receiving attention or better treatment. So I feel like down the line, I might have tried to please my dad so that he would see me more. And then it caused me to just develop this trait now as who I am. During my adult and teenage years, I constantly tried with my dad and my stepfamily. I always asked them when I could see them, when I'd be able to set something up. I always get the basic answer of, you know, soon, or we have to plan something definitely. And that would be slipped right under the rug and not mentioned again until I reached out. So never a follow-up situation on his end. And that bothered me. I mean, a daughter's relationship with their father can play a key role in their psychological development. There's been so much research that when fathers are present in their daughter's life, that they see a father who is loving, caring, present, and whose life revolves around them. Like they grow up with a healthy sense of who they are. They tend to be more confident. They grow up more self-assured and they tend to have a clearer understanding of what they want in their life. But for me, all those things I had to struggle with in order to get a clearer view. I needed to teach myself all those things and that's okay at times, but I feel like I'm extremely aware of myself now and the reasons that I am who I am. I'm happy, I'm making a life for myself. I'm educated, not just by books and school, but like by common sense. I can figure things out on my own because growing up sometimes that's all I had was myself. There came a time when I felt too detached to the point where I had so many times over and over felt that I wanted to give up on the relationship. I mean, if he wanted to be in my life, he had to try. And I didn't give a shit. I really did not care at one point. I was like, I'm not texting. I'm not reaching out. I don't give a fuck. There's been many times when my stepfamily and dad have taken vacations and I was never invited. When I was younger in my adult life and like my 20s now, I felt like, especially in my adult life, why couldn't I get the invite? Like they don't have to pay for me to go. If I had the money to go, I would. Or if I didn't, I wouldn't go. We're a family family vacations should include your children point blank period holidays were never a thing we don't do gifts maybe when we were younger but we don't celebrate together we don't make plans to see each other during the holidays i wish for all of those things especially since i'm getting older and i want to keep the family as close as possible since like real life events are now happening and changing and one day i'm gonna have kids and i want the family to be extended. I want to have the cousins. I want to have the grandparents. I want to have the aunts, the uncles, like for my child or children. But like I said, I can't force anybody to have a relationship with me. And I refuse to let in this situation, my dad abandoned my child as well. If he's going to be a grandfather, he needs to be a grandfather all the time and not just pick and choose when he wants to be a grandfather. I've spoken to my dad about some of these things that bother me. I have brought it up that I want to be invited more and I want to feel and be more included. This was after a time when he and the family came to my state and went down the shore two weekends in a row. Where they went was only about 45 minutes away from me, but I never got the invite to meet up with them. It was on the weekends and even if I had prior plans or it was a last minute trip on their part, I could have been the one to decide if I can go or not. There was no effort there at all, no thinking of me, which means I never came up in his mind. So in my mind, that triggers me 
and makes me feel angry. My biggest thing specifically with men, I would say, is that I always look for someone who is going to be a good father, no matter what the situation was with me. Speaking about my ex real fast, I always knew he would be a great father, no matter how much he hated me. If we had a child, I know that even when we got divorced, he would be a great father. My current boyfriend 100% would be a great father if nothing else to say about that. I never wanted to live in a broken home, so I never want my children to live in a broken home. That's one of my biggest things. I don't want to see them feel pain. I don't want them to feel like they're not loved by both parents. I do have some things that I have done to accept the relationship that I have with my father, but a lot of people will not be able to do this without truly understanding what you want. Mind you, these are things that I've done that helped me. They won't help everyone. You might need professional help, but everybody's different and everybody's relationships are different. This is just the one that I have built with my dad. So once again, my mom did a great job letting us kids choose the relationship, but never telling or oversharing any issues she had with my dad until I asked or until I became an adult. So that was one thing my mom did, but not everybody's family or parents are like that. So I understand that comes into factor of you knew way too much, way too young. It's one of the reasons why I feel like my mom was such a good mom because she never talked poorly of my dad to us kids or even now, really. We just noticed when things you know, were bad due to her sadness or her anger, but like never by her words. The first thing I did was recognize and acknowledge the issue. I stopped putting the blame on myself for the way that I would feel about certain things or the feeling of being guilty about speaking up. I think that's what ultimately started the healing process for me and kind of forced me to start looking deeper into the issues that I had outside of the relationship with my dad so that I can fix that part and also my feelings towards my dad. The second thing I did, and I give a shout out to my boyfriend as well for helping me with this and realizing that alone time is okay. Practicing alone time Like, it's okay if you don't want to do things. It's okay if you want to detach yourself from certain people and not fear that person abandoning you. If you have people who love and cherish and care for you and the relationship that you have with them, they won't leave you. Like, they'll always be there. The next one has to be my favorite thing to do. Practicing self-care. Whether that's exercising, meditation, any type of hobby that you might want to get into, It's time to stop worrying about what made you you in your childhood and just move towards your future. Doing this can really make you feel confident and empowered when it comes to finding out like who you are and what you want to be in your everyday life. And also it benefits your who you want to be in your relationships and what you want to bring to the table. It's always a good thing to learn healthy communication skills. Being able to express your emotions and needs more effectively could lead to a happier and healthier relationship in the long run. And it can help with your anxiety and stress factors that go into your everyday life. I mean, healthy communication is what I preach a hundred times over. Setting healthy boundaries in the relationships that you have. Keeping your boundaries valid and always communicating them. When someone fucks it up and crosses a boundary that you have with them, do not brush it off. Always communicate it. This can help you feel 
like you're protecting yourself from being taken advantage of or feel more in control of your relationships. And I feel like that's always been something I struggled with, but have had great success. And lastly, try to forgive. I mean, if a parent or guardian did something that is truly unforgivable, forgive yourself. Like forgive yourself for not forgiving them, if that makes sense. Get professional help so that you can come out stronger and just be aware of your feelings and do what needs to be done for your own growth so you can better yourself for your future and for your future family. Surrounding yourself with the people who love and care for you has always been something that I cling to. I mean, having many role models in my lifetime growing up, I feel like the absence of my father growing up really shaped me into what I wanted in the future. And I always saw that with other people's fathers. So doing this can also give you a sense of guidance and support that you're going to need and you're going to want when it's time for you to start dating and figuring out the qualities you see in a person that will make them maybe one day the father of your future children. So at the end of the day, it's never healthy to try and fill the void of an absent parent or parents. And in the end, we the children are the ones who suffer, unfortunately. I mean, even though quote unquote daddy issues have such a profound impact on our lives and our relationships when we're adults, it's insanely important to realize that healing is possible. I mean, you hear these horror stories of people choosing wrong paths due to having these quote unquote daddy issues and they're not even aware of them. They're they're out there lost, like there's no hope, but there is hope for healing and it's very, very important to realize it. I did just want to say thank you for your patience. Um, I know that this episode is a week late. Um, you know, podcaster Spotify was having some technical difficulties last week and they fixed it on July 5th. So I wasn't able to upload this last Friday. So I'm glad everyone was able to have the patience with me and allow me to post it this week. So also school started for me last week this past Wednesday. So I've been a little bit hectic on getting all my work done since it's only a six week class for both of my classes. So, um, thank you for listening. And I really appreciate everyone tuning in, giving me feedback, um, comments, even just praise on my podcast. Um, it's not perfect. It most likely will never be. I'm not perfect. So, but I just want to say that dad, I love you. And if you're listening to this, This isn't a direct, you know, a direct hit at you. I'm just speaking on situation, how I feel about certain things, and I hope to bring you on and we can just go into more depth of the relationship and, you know, some regrets and whatever you have to say. Definitely want to give you the benefit of the doubt to speak um, for yourself. So I love you guys and thanks for listening.